the Melbourne Preview with Australia's most respected form analyst, Dean Lester. And they are at Sandown today once again. Dino, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Tim. Morning, Diggers. Good morning to you, Dino. How do we find you on this Wednesday? Uh, not too bad, thank you. Good. Well done on Saturday. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Likewise, how's the Serenity, which you have a more than passing interest in? You would have been thrilled with her. Yeah, it was uh, fantastic, really. Yeah, great day for Stable, but uh, yeah, how's the Serenity uh, doing its proud? Very much so. And Victoria was on pretty good terms with itself after the events up there in day one of the championships as well. It was a big day for obviously the Hayes and also Mara Eustace. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think yeah, they did a, a great job, really. And, uh, you know, that, that first, second and third come through the All-Star Mile uh, in the Doncaster was, a, you know, I think a, a real feather in the cap of the, the race and uh, and the depth of it this year. And uh, maybe the fact that they got their lead-up run on a dry track and had fresher legs, who knows? But, uh, no, certainly, I mean, the day one of the championships was a magnificent day of racing. But, yeah, Victoria certainly held their own winning four of the races. You mentioned a dry track. Are we expecting one there at Sandown today? Well, we've got an improving track. It was a soft five yesterday, but up to a good four today. And it, it looks as though the weather's going to hold. It's overcast. But, uh, yeah, it certainly uh, looks as though it's going to hold. And, and, and of course, uh, the twilight season's over, so we've got a normal uh, start time. So, uh, yeah, we're into it in, in about four hours' time. OK, well, the first leg of the quaddy there at the lakeside today comes up at one twenty over the mile. It is a benchmark 70, currently clear of scratching. Sir Davey is the $3.30 favourite with Tab Touch Dino. Yeah, I think $3.30 is probably uh, nearly a generous price. I think he's really progressing well. Typical Ma used his horse. Uh, I think they took a little bit of time to teach him to settle and you know get his racing habits right, and uh, he showed that last start. He really benefited from that, and I think he can go on and win again. I think uh, the dangers are eight reliable dude. I think Matt Elton's worked out he doesn't run beyond the mile. He's, he tries hard, so he runs around the mark at 1,800 but winning-wise, I think 1,600s his go. And seven, Texel, the other Mar Eustace runner, will be up on the speed. But I think Sir Dave will be hard to beat. Two from eight and seven. Two, eight and seven to open things up. We then get to the second leg of the quaddy, which comes up at 1.55 Perth time over the 2,100 metres. A benchmark 70. Take out the 12 here. Yeah, it's like a don't get your hopes up sort of quaddy. It gets progressively harder. Uh, the next leg, uh, got uh, horses here that either have been winning in very weak grade or horses that haven't been winning. But uh, something in the between is uniquely who won two in a row. And she probably just didn't see out the 2,500, even with the lightweight last start. But I'm happy to back her in at 2,100 that in this grade that she'll run well. And Alana Kelly, is not many riding better than her at the moment. She is riding up an absolute storm. So I'm with her to beat uh, four, and that is lay-by. Going well. Uh, Mike Maroney's got this horse ticking over nicely. Uh, nine, my delight. Uh, recent efforts have been at Mooney Valley. I think she's better on the bigger track, and she can run well. And six looks sharpish, uh, who won a, a race that was run at an absolutely frantic speed. Uh, when you look at the speed, they ran the first 1,200. Uh, they'd have led most Cox plates in recent years. So uh, and no wonder it was a race of attrition. And look sharpish was the toughest late. She's hard fit for the uh, challenge here. 10, 4, 9 and 6. 10, 4, 9 and 6 in the second leg of the quaddy there, Sandown Lakeside today. Dino, the third leg is a benchmark 64 for the three-year-olds over the 1,200 metres at 2.30. Number 9, Deep Blast is out. Do your punk is the $4 favourite. 
Yeah, we're left with nine runners, four last start winners, and uh, the ones that haven't been winning have been performing very well. And one of those is number two, Finance Choice, who uh, I think Tom Dabening's got going really well. Um, this horse won his first two this uh, campaign, and then ran second at Hamilton uh, to Ashford Street, who's a very sharp, older horse, and then ran third in the final of the Grand Handicap Sprint down the straight to Don't Tell the Boss. Uh, it was a good run. No shoot up in the weights here, but I think back to his own age group from an inside draw, I'm happy to be with him. To beat number six, uh, Tramontana, who resumed at Geelong recently as a gelding and ran really well. I think he'd be fitter for that run, and he's always shown the ability to win at least this grade. I thought he'd probably win uh, Saturday grade, so uh, maybe this is the campaign he can do that. Uh, one corkscrew. Interesting runner. Um, I think maybe Mick Price and Michael Kent Jr. have worked out that even though he's the son of Redwood, so he should get a trip, he might be better staying at the shorter trips. He's had two goes at 1,200 for two wins, and his win first up was very good. Uh, and five, Do Your Punk, who won very well on debut, but that was heavy ground. They're the main four, but it's such a hard race. I think three Crackhorn and seven Hongbao, both five start winners, have to go in. Two six one five three and seven. Two six one five three and seven. We then get to the last over the twelve hundred meters at three oh five. A benchmark sixty four for the Phillies. Take out one seven eleven and twelve. Doesn't get any easier here, uh, but we're going to shoot for a bit of value here with number nine, and that is Jaloon, who I think is just gradually improving with racing. She had about thirteen or fourteen months off the scene and resumed with a good placing at Geelong. Then went to the Valley and ran well. Had about five weeks between runs. Got the job done at Warrnambool. I think she'll be a little bit fitter for that run. And I'm just thinking from a good draw, she'll get the right run. But there's not much between probably five of these. Uh, I'm going with her to beat five head first, who was good first up, will be fitter. Four Naples is probably the best source in the race. Just got an awkward draw to overcome. Uh, 14, and that is Star Leah. Really sprinted hard to win last start. That was a obviously might, might have been a bit of a breakout win for her. She can go on with the job, and I'm putting in three Maureen, who ran quite well in the worst ground at Packenham, but a, a tough finish. Nine, five, four, fourteen, and three. What's the best of the best there, Dino? It's sort of like the first half. Very, uh, the very short or very hard races, yeah. diggers. A little bit of relief in the middle, and then a very tough finish. So I think the best is one outside the quality race five. Number one, Vazmi. I think back to 1,400, he'll scoot to the front and round Lakeside. Gee, I think he'll take a lot of running down. Player of the day, I think we'll play him into race six, number two, Sir Davey. So hopefully that middle of the program is kind to us. Race five, number one, into race six, number two. All right, Dino, if we Google Dean Lester's tips, we get all of the information we need for Sandown. I dare say that will be up and running very shortly if it's not already. No, about 45 minutes' time and that will be uh, off and running. Perfect. We'll do this again on Friday in the build-up to Caulfield. Thanks for your time. Terrific. Thanks, guys. There is Dean Lester. Let's head further north. The Sports Daily presents Chris Nelson with his look at Queensland racing. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Digby. Good morning to you, Chris. Ipswich today. Yeah, Ipswich today is the venue for our midweeker, and we have a good track, and we have a fine day. So no excuses, although I'm sure I'll find some, and the rail's in the true position. Okay, well, the first leg of the quaddy there at Ipswich today comes up at 128 over the 1,200 metres. It is a maiden, and you can remove one and two. Yes, and I'm going to stack these first uh, two legs, so might be wise to play the, the flexes or the percentages today. 
First leg, four. Lord Luison on top. Now, I do think he's got a really good chance, though, certainly at the price. Uh, he's had two runs, both at the Sunshine Coast, both over 1,000 metres, and on each occasion he's drawn wide, 10 and 9. He's had no option, really, other than to go back and run on. And he's done that. He's done that quite well. But this time around he gets to 1,200, and importantly he draws a gate. He's drawn the inside here, and Jaden Lloyd jumps on, takes a couple of kilos off. So I think he's a good bet each way. But I am throwing in a few others for insurance, and they are seven super missed. Charged home on debut here at Ipswich. Just goes from 800 straight to 1,200, some slight concern. 11, Oceana's racing well. Might want a little bit further, though. Uh, three, Beans Means. Uh, two runs this time in have both been good. Looks uh, close to a win. The second at the, at the Gold Coast last time was solid. And number nine, Ready for Better. One that was uh, well-backed on debut at the Gold Coast off some good trial form, completely messed up the start and then ran on quite well. So although I think the four will run really well, there's quite a few others I've thrown in just in case. Four, seven, 11, three and nine. Four, seven, 11, three and nine as well. That takes us to the second leg, a class four over the 1,200 metres. This comes up at 2.03 and it is clear of scratchings. Yes, uh, Pivotal Motion, number two, and the other one there, which is Applecross, number four. I ran the Quinella here at Ipswich last time. Applecross won. Pivotal Motion ran second. There was an eyelash between them. Pivotal Motion uh, meets Applecross worse at the weights, but I just think might be able to turn the tables here. The, the senior rider going on, Sammy Collett replacing uh, Montana Philpot, I think will make all the difference here for Pivotal Motion. So I'm going to stick with that one, number two. To beat number four, Applecross. Three, Kavak. I think he has a problem at a strong 1,200 unless he leads. Unless they go hell for leather in front, handlebars down, and he runs them off their legs. I just think he has a bit of trouble finishing off over the trip. So that may happen. That may not happen. If it does, I don't want to see it happen and miss out on the quaddie. So three goes in, as does five, Miss McKinley. And one Oriental runner who wasn't a bad run last time out. Two, four, three, five, and one. Okay, the third leg of the quaddy there at Ipswich today, Chris, is a benchmark 68 over the 2,150 metres at 238. Number six, Lady Salerno, is a scratching. And number seven, Shameless Miss, is the $3.60 favourite with Tab Touch. Yeah, and I'm going to take her on. I'm going to leave her out of the quaddy here, Shameless Miss. I just think going from the 1,800 up to the 2,150. Doesn't have any 1800 metre formers yet. You've got Jimmy Orman on, which is a massive help, and Chris Waller trains, but I'd just like to see her with another run under her belt around this distance range. Number three, Aquilion. has got plenty of form around this distance range. One at Newcastle over 2300, then came to Ipswich last time and won over 2170. I think at the business end of the race, these horses with the miles in their legs, Aquilion and Kipax who's been racing well, will be the two to beat. So we'll just go three and four in the third leg. Three and four, and then that will leave us with the last, which is a 1,350-metre benchmark, 65 at 3.13 Perth time. Take out one, two, four, seven, nine, and 14. 13, Canadian dancer will be all the rage here. She'll probably start fairly short, maybe too short. Uh, she was good at the Sunshine Coast back on the 19th of February. That was a Saturday grade race, and she was stepping up to 1,600 metres. She only was run down late. Uh, freshened up, back to 13.50. Had a nice little trial at Deegan recently. She is the one to beat on form, but she just got an awkward gate there. If she doesn't get in, it might open it up for some others. I've thrown in 11. You are persistent, who's absolutely flying at the moment. Won two of seven, and they have been this last two starts. We'll box seat here from a perfect draw. And number eight, Bedini's girl, who ran on very well last time out. Sectionals were very strong late. 
gets to 13.50 here. So I don't think the one in the last is immoral due to that gate. So we'll go 13, 11 and 8. 13, 11 and 8 to round out the quaddy legs there at Ipswich. Chris Nelson, the best of the best, please. Best of the day, race 7, at number 3, Aquilion. And my play of the day will be a multi. Race 5, number 4, Lord Louis on the place into race seven, number three, Aquilion, the win. Terrific. Chris, thank you very much for your time. We'll catch up with you again on Friday morning in the build-up to another big Saturday of racing. Sure will, guys. Have a great day. Thanks. There is Chris Nelson having a look at the program there at Ipswich today. And, of course, Diggers, we're starting to really get close to some of their feature races. We're only, you know, a month out from the Gold Coast having their big Hollandale day. And, of course, we're... Four or five weeks from the first of the group ones up there, you start getting to the Doom and 10,000, the Doom and Cup to kick things off. And we're starting to see a little bit of good racing over there in Adelaide as yes. well. Clearly, we're building up to their group ones well, as well. Well, their their Phillies program is up to the 1,800 metres this week, which Correct. means we're only a week or two, uh, two weeks away probably from their first group one getting underway, I reckon. Yep. So it's, yeah, exactly. Not only is... Uh, is there a lot of interest in Sydney? And clearly here in Western Australia, we've got the Derby, but there's plenty of good racing elsewhere. All right, let's get to Brad Davidson now. Sydney's still very much in the spotlight. Brad, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, Tim. Morning, Diggers. How are we, guys? We're okay. Welcome back to Australia. Yeah, thank you very much. Nice to be home. Good to hear. Good to hear. Now, has the rain started over there in Sydney again? Uh, well, it hasn't where I am on the central coast. I'm about an hour and 20 minutes outside of Sydney. But just looking at the radar, it, it looks as if it has started there. So I, I can't really give you an update in Sydney, but it looks like it's going to sweep in for most of the day. So, look, they were only predicting, I think, last time I checked late last night, it was 10 to 15 mil. Um, so I think that the bulk of it and, and the big rain is going to come tomorrow. But, um, yeah, I mean, we, we don't really want any more... More rain at this stage. I think we're on a heavy eight at this moment. I'm just having a quick look at the the update right yep. now. Just saying, yeah, 95% chance of showers today. But yeah, 70 to 100 mil tomorrow, and 35 to 50 on Friday, and then 10 to 15 on Saturday, heading into uh, day two of the championship. So it's going to be pretty wet there on Saturday. But look, hopefully the track holds up pretty well. Canterbury's a, a very good wet weather track, so fingers crossed it doesn't get too bad there today. Okay, well the first leg of the quaddy there at Canterbury today, Brad, comes up at 10 minutes after 1 o'clock WA time over the 1100 metres. It is a benchmark 88 and we have no scratchings. Number three, Andermatt is the $2.30 favourite with tab touch, Brad. Yeah, it's, look, it's a, a great race. Uh, it's definitely a Saturday race here. We get a lot of these in, in this time of the year with the, with the carnival races on Saturdays, but um, He's hard to tip against. I'm going uh, numbers three and nine for the quaddy here. Andermatt clearly on top for me. He's coming back off a bit of a break, but he's a classy horse. He he won over the 1,000 at Kembla back in August at his last start, beating Hulk and Glen Eagles in nice time. He's unbeaten fresh. He's trialled nicely on two occasions this time. You're not Warwick Farm. And he's been able to get through wet ground in the past um, or sting out of the track at least. He won on a heavy eight at Rose Hill one day, but it was more like a, a six that day. So I think that's, that's all fine. Blinkers off here. James McDonald aboard. Yes, he's going to get back a little while, but providing it's a fair track, I think he's too good for these. To beat number nine, Fox Fighter, who I'll throw in as a as a bit of safety, uh, a horse that was really good first up, uh, and then second up, that was behind Marzu when beaten just uh, under three lengths there, and Zapateo finished second and has run well out of that race since. And then was disappointing in the five ball, but too bad to be true when beaten ten lengths and pulled up with lacerations. So happy to forgive there, happy to go off the first up run. 
I've got it as the danger. Three and nine in the first leg of the quaddy. Three and nine to get things underway. We get to the second leg over the 15.50, and this comes up at 1.45 Perth time, a benchmark 72, take out 6, 11, and 12. Yeah, I've gone two, nine, and seven here for this leg of the quaddy. Two dream runner on top. He was my value play of the day. Uh, he just put up with cardiac arrhythmia first up there in the the national sprint at Canberra, um, complete forgive, tried really well at Canberra since. And I love his form last preparation behind Yee Yee, Mighty Bill. He's got some good form lines. I think he'll get through the conditions okay. And I'm happy to play him at the odds. Uh, to beat number nine, Mahogany, who does look the horse to beat, has been heavily supported. They went up around $8 this horse and I think around $3 mark now. Terrific run first up in a midway at Rose Hill. Uh, just had to get back from the gate, but really rattled down the outside late. Can settle closer here and finds James McDonald. Lots of ticks for that horse. And a third pick for me is number seven, Philip Fun. This horse doesn't want too much rain, but when you go through its form, it was thrown in the deep end in the opponent last time out where it carried 54 kilos and been a long way there, but carries the same weight here back to a benchmark 72 was a winner at this track and distance four starts to go beating Savvy Legend and then wasn't far off Bethancourt prior to that after that sorry so I'm throwing in as well at a bit of odds two uh, nine and seven in the second leg of the quaddy. Okay we then get to the third leg of the quaddy and this one comes up at 220 take out one eight and eleven. I thought it was a race in two hard to tip against Diamil very impressive winner uh, last time out, that was, uh, of course, over the 1600 there at Warwick Farm on a heavy A. Just got down the outside and won by two and a half lengths, streaking away in the best last 200-metre performance of the day. So it looks a really progressive horse, this, for the John O'Shea yard, formerly over overseas and landed here in Australia in really good style in two runs to date. So I think it gets the job done, providing we're on a fair track. But I want to throw in number five as well. Easy camp, easy. He looks your leader in the race. If there is a fancy run by to Canterbury today, as there sometimes can be, then he's going to be very hard to run down. He was runner-up behind Asimund last time out when he was on inferior ground in the straight at Canterbury. And uh, he gets through the ground. He's going to get in with 53 and a half after Ellen Hennessy's claim, and she's in great form at the moment. So he'll definitely give them something to catch. Nine and five in the third leg. Nine and five in the third leg, Brad. And we round it out with a benchmark 72 for the boys over 1,200 metres at five minutes to three o'clock. And there are a few scratchings here. You can remove three, four, eight, 10, 11, 14 and 15. Tough race to, to finish the day. One twelve. 16 and a 2 for me here in this league. I'm going to go with the Big Easy on top. I liked his run at Yachuka last time out in a $125,000 race. Only beaten half a length there where the tempo was against him and has won uh, one from one on heavy ground, although that day again at Rose Hill was a bit more like a 6, but I think he'll get through the conditions uh, pretty well here. And from gate 1, Willie Piker border, I think he's top pick. To beat number 12, Dane Theory, who... Was well beaten first up, but the second up run there at uh, at Gosford was outstanding when beat, uh, winning by half a length in really strong time with the 60 kilos as well. If he can reproduce that, he, he seems to ra- uh, race best on wet tracks as well, which is really going to help him today. Then he's going to be riding the pitcher. Uh, number 16, uh, this, this will run well at odds. I see it's trimmed up this morning, King of Hearts. Um, this horse finished third at Canterbury first up last preparation. Should have won easily, had no luck whatsoever. And if it can reproduce that with 54.5 on its back, it can definitely uh, run a cheeky race at big odds. And at number two, Bluff and Bluster, a horse that I know has only placed one from five first up, but um, 
does have some good Saturday form here. Gets through the ground, and if they're making ground from the back, he can definitely flash home here. One, twelve, sixteen, and two for me in the last. The best of the day there, please, Brad. Yeah, I'll go with race five, number three, Andermatt, and a bit of value for me would be a dream runner in race uh, number six. And if I was do the play of the day, I'll go race five, number three, Andermatt to win into race six, number two, dream runner to place. Okay, five, three, the win into six, two, the place. Uh, Brad, thank you very much for your time this morning. We do appreciate it. We will catch up with you again next week here on the Sports Daily. Sounds good, guys. Have a great day.